What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Rack Runners Podcast. If you're new to this podcast, this is what this is a place where we talk about everything to do with reselling. Reselling is our passion um, here at the Rack Runners Podcast. I really, really try bringing valuable content to you every single time. Um, and today's topic is going to be about finding your niche, right? So when we first get into reselling. This is a backstory on how we all get started usually. When we first get into reselling, we tend to go with the grain and not against it. Um, and by that, I mean that we sell popular um, item or trending items that sometimes aren't always the best thing to sell. Uh, I remember when I first started reselling, I sold a lot of clothes. I spent a lot of time taking pictures of clothing and uh, just taking the pictures is, is a monotonous process. Um, uh, the, the measuring of the clothes is again another monotonous pro, uh, uh, process. Your titles have to be, I mean, your uh, descriptions have to be longer, they have to be more detailed. You get a lot of returns, yada, yada, yada. The list goes on and on. So, if you are the one type of person, or if you're fitting into this demographic of people or of resellers that are sitting there just strictly selling clothing, well, maybe you need to find your niche, right? And I'm not saying that you only need to find one niche, dive really deep into it, and that's all you do. No, you need to find several different obscure niches. Let me say that again. You need to find several different obscure niches. And why do I say obscure niches? Uh, Well, that's primarily because you want to be selling things that not a lot of other resellers are selling. If you go on eBay, Amazon, or wherever you go, and you type in and you're selling the most popular items that everybody else is selling, it's flooded. It is a flooded market. And I see this time and time again where people are like, well, this isn't selling. That's not selling, blah, 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 blah. And I've ran into this my, my pro, this problem myself, honestly. When I first started reselling, like I said, I was selling a lot of clothes. I was going through the racks. It takes forever to get through the racks at Goodwill, Salvation Army, wherever you're looking for, even at estate sales. It takes forever. It's a very tedious process. You have to inspect the clothing. You have to take very detailed pictures of the clothing, measurements. I mean, everything has to be spot on when you sell these items. However, let's take a different niche that I really like right now, which is camera lenses, right? A camera lens is a camera lens. And for every camera lens that's out there that's worth money, vintage or not, there's not a boatload, there's not thousands and thousands of resellers selling this item. Why? Because A, they're one, they're more expensive usually at time of purchase. Two, the vintage ones sometimes are broken, lost, whatever. So, you know, there's not a mass influx of people selling this particular product. The product, um, the, the knowledge base on this product is really low. So even if you're going to an experienced, you know, reseller or an estate sale looking or an auction, looking at some of these items, a lot of times they don't even know what these items are worth. I can't tell you how many lenses I've picked up that are just worth so much money. And even the estate sale company, they have no clue what these are worth. Why? Because they're vintage, they're outdated, and they're very obscure things to sell. And that's not even a really obscure uh, category, right? Or niche, if you want to say. Let's talk about World War One or World War Two postcards. How much money is in postcards? Well, I'll tell you what. There is a lot of money in postcards. I'm starting to delve into this process of selling postcards. I've picked up a bunch so far. And uh, let me tell you what. You can get these for mighty, mighty cheap. 
very, very cheap. Usually you can get a whole lot of them for, you know, a couple dollars. Maybe you pay 10 cents a piece for one postcard and maybe that postcard sells for $30 because someone likes that postcard, right? So, I mean, and how easy is it to take a picture to list a postcard? And how, and matter of fact, how easy it is to ship that postcard and to store that postcard? We all don't like to be store. We're not a storage of business, right? What we like to do is we like get get we like to get products in and we like to get products out as fast as possible. And knowing these obscure niches is going to help you do this. Uh, I mean, it has helped my business tenfold on buying actual products. I have noticed that when I, when I used to sell shirts and just strictly shirts and shoes, the mass market is flooded with these stuff, with these uh, different products. Unless you're getting, a, a, getting like a bot and buying new release shoes or you have a hookup to buy very expensive clothing that not too many people have, okay, well then that's a different niche. But if you're buying basic clothes, i.e. Vineyard Vine shirts, you know, Lacoste shirts, um, these type of Tommy Hilfiger shirts, these type of shirts, there's going to be a lot of uh, uh, a lot of competition out there, just to say it really lightly, because the mass uh, market of eBay, Amazon is flooded with these type of items. Now, e- Amazon is a little bit different, but primarily what I'm talking about is eBay right now. So you have to delve into a knowledge base and uh, you have to develop a knowledge base on different niches and obscure niches. I can't say obscure niches enough. Some of these niches sell for insane amount of money. They sell very, very well. Let's take a really crazy, crazy obscure niche, vintage light bulbs. You guys might be saying to yourself, Curtis, why in the world would I want to be selling vintage light bulbs? Well, it's it's... Uh, very basic when I say that it's they're worth a lot of money. If you can find them and the accessories to go with the light bulbs, everything like that, you can make a lot of money. For example, it's not really a light bulb, but it's a tube tester light bulb. It's a tube tester light, right? I'm going to an estate sale tomorrow. They have four of these lights. They are a 300B um, Western Electric. Look them up. See how much money they go for. I'm not going to tell you. Actually, I want to tell you because I'm so excited about this. They go for about $600 to over $1,000 a piece for one of these light bulbs. Or They're basically a light bulb, but they're a tube. Uh, tester light bulb, right? So you have to know about these different things. You have to know to look them up. You have to know what signs to look for to see if you should if you should buy them or should not buy them. And that goes into building your knowledge base on these obscure niches. I've seen light bulbs go for over a thousand dollars. I've seen Christmas ornaments go for over a thousand dollars. I've seen baby dolls go for over seventeen thousand dollars. While everybody else is out here, the mass market of resellers is out here chasing the dollar when it comes to shoes and clothing. Now, don't get me wrong. Shoes is a very good price point. Uh, Usually, the entry price is very low, and the selling price is usually about four times your money. Uh, But definitely, when it comes to clothing, don't waste your time. Don't waste your time. There's going to be way more opportunity out there that you can pick up for cheaper, for one, the entry uh, price is usually sometimes even lower. If I can buy, if I can buy a hundred, you know, World War One photos for five bucks, that's how much is that per photo? That's virtually nothing. When I can sell each photo for nine ninety nine, maybe seventeen ninety nine, 
that's insane markup on those items. So do yourself a little bit of due diligence and do yourself a little bit of justice you know, within yourself to start expanding your knowledge base and start finding your niche. Like I said at the beginning of this podcast, don't just find one niche. The more niches you know, the more money you are going to make. Um, I have one item that I routinely try picking up and routinely try selling. And I know this item by the back of my hand, whether, whether it's new, it's, a, it's actually a workout uh, fitness DVD set. Uh, whether it's new or used, it is extremely profitable for me because people think it's trash. People don't understand how much it's actually worth even after it has been opened, let alone when it's brand new. So find your niche, expand your knowledge base, and you will reap the benefits. And I cannot say this enough. Um, And the next couple podcasts, I'm going to actually be talking about different niches that now I know about because the past couple months, past about four or five months, I have been expanding my knowledge base. Could it be better? Yes. But when these items arise, I understand them and I know to even look them up. If you don't even know to look something up and you just swoop right by it, and I come by and I and I come right behind you and I pick up a thousand dollar Swarovski coffee or Swarovski I can't I can't pronounce it Christmas ornament um, that's worth a thousand dollars just for a small Christmas ornament that I'm getting for five ten dollars yeah that's a lot of money that you just walked right by because your knowledge base just isn't there I want to be the reseller and we all should want to be the reseller that can go in into it you know if I have a group of friends five ten people and I go into the same place I can come out tripling everybody else's money and I uh, just because of my knowledge base is so so extensive uh, and that's what I shoot for that's what I try to do and that's kind of my passion is to know about these really obscure niches in order to maximize my profit and maximize my overall gross sales. And matter of fact, we all want the most gross sales, obviously, that uh, we possibly can have. And the only way to do this is by knowing the items that you are looking for and uh, at least know to look them up. You don't have to know them exactly. I don't know every camera lens, but I know now what camera lenses are worth some money right off the bat. And I, and I know to look them up. I, for the longest time, I was never even looking up camera lenses because I didn't even know that they were worth money. I thought the money was in the body of the camera. That is completely false. A uh, majority of the time, the c- camera lenses are worth more than what the whole body of the uh, camera is. There's not too many uh, vintage cameras that you can sell for as much as you can sell the lenses for. So that's just one example. Like I said, there's obscure niches all the way down to vintage light bulbs, guys. Uh, so look them up, expand your knowledge base. And I am actually going to be talking about a couple in the next couple podcasts. I'm on a long road trip and, uh, I want to make some podcasts for you guys. So, uh, see you guys in the next one. If you guys haven't followed me on Instagram, it is at rack runners, R-A-C-K underscore runners, R-A-C-K underscore runners. And if you want to learn more about particular niches, please, please, please continue to listen to this podcast. And uh, there'll be some great podcasts coming up out about some very obscure niches. And uh, hopefully you guys enjoy and learn some something along the way. So see you guys later. See you guys on the next episode and have a great one and always go kill it at some reselling. See you guys later.